Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. This is the first podcast. My name is Natasha, if you don't know. Natasha Lynn is what I go by on all my socials. Um, this podcast is called She's the Phoenix, and it's uh, about a little bit and a lot of it, everything to do with my life and all the details of it and life in general and moving through loss, trauma, grief, um, being a parent, all the things. We're going to talk a little bit about everything. A lot of it about everything, too, so um, sit back and, I guess, enjoy the show. So, um, I wanted to kick off the first podcast by um, talking about where I'm at in my life, which is accepting exactly where you are. Um, we have a really hard time taking care of ourselves and accepting exactly where we are in the journey. At least I do. I find myself always looking to um, get to the next point. What's the next chapter? What's the next move? What's the next best thing that I can do to um, move forward in whatever I'm going through? And oftentimes I forget to enjoy exactly where I am. And the reality is that I have a hard time accepting exactly where I am. Um, because I always think that I should be better off. And I think that's something that we all struggle with is wanting to be better than where we are today and um, always striving forward, at least most of us are. And when you add in grief or loss or childhood trauma or, you know, divorce, um, getting remarried, getting married for the first time, parental issues, being a parent for the first time, being a step-parent, there's just so many things to add into uh, really just like, trying to accept where you are and your being as you are in that moment for today and knowing that it is enough. I think that we get really, really um, set back. We don't really pay attention to that as much. So let's chat about accepting where you are in the journey. Um, bear with me, I'm still getting used to this whole setup, so I'm trying not to move too much, I'm trying to just enjoy it, and, uh, I hope you enjoy it too. Um, for me, accepting where I'm at right now and embracing where I'm at is embracing the fact that I'm not in the space where I once was, which is, I was a party girl for such a long time that sometimes still, even being a mom now for five years, I find myself struggling between wishing almost, that I had those moments of freedom where I could run around and be free, wild, and make all the poor decisions in the world, as silly as that sounds, and being the mom that I want to be, which is a lot easier said than done, right? Because I, you know, strive for perfection and accepting that I am a good mom, I am a good wife, I am a good daughter, um, and... And I am good to myself today, and I don't have to be anything that I was. I think that the reason I miss, I feel like I miss doing those things isn't actually the action of doing those things. I miss where I was, the person that I was in those moments. And it's not even the person that I was, because the person that I was then was absolutely terrible and had no uh, reality or, like, understanding of actually accepting where I was on the journey I was more of a just like a fuck it we'll see if this works and if it doesn't I mean oh well because who really cares who gets hurt and I would throw myself under the bus anyways at that point in my life and um I'm no longer there 
accepting the journey now. Hmm. Um, you know, for those of you who don't know, I lost my husband in 2018 and, uh, I just had a brand new baby and I had changed my life a whole lot in about a year, um, from when I had met my husband to getting married, to having a baby, to, um, buying a business that we were working on buying with together. And, um, you know, I never even really got a chance then to stop and accept. And how do you really stop and accept where you are or understand where you are when things are whirlwinding around you and you're trying to understand that the reality that you just were starting to accept has now and will never be able to happen. Like it's, it's gone for good. So, um, uh, from there it was, trying to understand how to be a mom, try to work through postpartum while working through grief, while not wanting to literally, um, you know, leave myself in lame terms, I guess is what I'd say is, you know, I really didn't want to be here. I was so angry at the world. I was, it was such an injustice to my life and everything. I felt like I worked so hard and I had changed so much to get to be this person, you know, that I wanted to be and, uh, and it got taken from me so quickly that I, I mean, like, I never really got the full experience of being the woman that I think I would be. And that's also the crazy part is that, you know, I think I would have been her, but ha like, do I really know that? I never had the chance. That woman was never made to exist, you know? She was just an idea. Um, I hope that that makes some sense or is relatable to you guys. Uh, I, right now, I'm just really, like, from moving from, on from losing my husband to being a mom to dating again, you know, after thinking that I was never going to have to do that again, to, um, mo some of you may know, uh, that my dad committed suicide in 2020, um, suicide, I say assisted suicide because, let me tell you, drugs do some crazy things to your mind that you would never do when you were sober. And I truly believe that had he been clean, he never would have taken his own life. So assisted suicide is what I'll call it. Um, and then moving through that and watching my mom go through what she went through and watching her get engaged and remarried and us all move and sell the house that I thought we would always live in and that I would always call home. And losing all of our animals in between all three of our dogs passed away in that time and um more friends got sick and um, my grandmas were sick and they both had two of my grandmas had um breast cancer and lost their battle and that's not even including them so many beautiful souls that we lost to addiction and the chaos of the pandemic and all of the other wonderful things that have happened. But, okay, we're getting a little sidetracked. So, um, accepting where I am is a lot, I guess it does have everything to do with what I just said, is understanding that there's so much that has been built up inside of me that in the moment to sit and stop and be like, holy shit, like I've gone through all of this stuff and I feel so overwhelmed by it, but I want to accept and understand and appreciate the moment. I want to embrace where I am because my God, have I walked through hell and, um, you know, I've 
I've, I've gone through a lot. I've walked, yeah. So to embrace where I'm at is to stop and actually reflect on the fact that I am still moving forward every single day and feeling proud of myself um, and acknowledging like today maybe the biggest step that you did was get up and change your shirt and brush your hair um, and you know your grief or your loss or the trauma or the divorce or whatever heavy thing that you might be walking through causes you not to be able to do much but accepting that that's just where you're at and it is just one chapter it's just one tiny chapter in the many chapters of your life that you get to have and maybe you're on a totally different path and right now I honestly I am even in the midst of the grief and the loss and the pain and the sorrow that I feel inside my soul I also feel a lot of peace right now paired with anxiety weird anxiety um but I feel peaceful. I feel like I'm, I'm finally okay again. And it might sound silly. It might, maybe some of y'all even think it's kind of fucked up because I, it, I mean, truly it kind of feels that way when I say like, I'm finally a wife again, as if like it was some big to do, but it really truly was something that I, I, I truly honored the role that I get to play as a wife. Um, and being able to be a wife and provide and love somebody in that manner totally is something that um, that I just thrive in and that I absolutely love. So um, I just feel extremely like at peace with where I am. Like I'm not the best mom that I ever could be, but I am a damn good mom today, and I am an amazing stepmom, and. I am an amazing wife and I am working so hard on the relationships that I care about in my family relationships and you know my extended family and um, I'm making a real effort and I'm doing things that are totally outside my comfort zone because I am I'm happy with where I'm at and I feel like I can move forward in ways that I haven't felt like I can move forward in years um, so, if you feel like you are absolutely so freaking stuck in where you are and how could you even embrace or begin to just be okay with where you are, maybe things are totally shit right now, um, I highly suggest that you sit down and try to keep it as simple as possible, but write down what it would take for you to be okay and accept where you are. Like, what would it take for you to be okay with where you're at? Um, and when you do that, you need to look at maybe what you have actually already gotten to that you thought would make you okay that isn't fulfilling you. I think a lot of times we don't realize that, um, we don't stop and look and realize that there's things that we are doing that we think are going to fulfill us and make us feel like we are where we want to be in the journey um and we do them almost out of just like uh like memory like we just repetitively do these things anyways even though they actually don't benefit us they aren't helping us and we don't actually want them 
as a part of the journey, but they became such an easy part of us and such like a repetition and mindless thing that we do that we just don't even realize that we're doing things that don't even serve where we are. Um, and then, I mean, once you sit down and you write out that list to see exactly where it is that you would like to be at versus where you are, um, or what, what it would, what you would have to do to be okay with where you're at. The reality is, is that you kind of have to accept, I mean, you don't, but you're, you are where you are. You can't in that very moment change it with huge action, I suppose, is what I'm saying. You can say it, but you have to take, I think trying to do huge actions is actually what, um, what causes us to default back to those mindless activities versus doing things that, um, small movements that are going to move us to where we actually want to be, where we could feel comfortable with where we're at. But what I can tell you is that if you're in pain or you just lost someone, or maybe you lost them a few years ago and you are so swallowed up and stuck in the grief, it's okay to accept that you are fucking stuck in that spot. It's uncomfortable and it's shitty and I understand that you don't want to be there and you probably don't know how to feel like you don't know how to get out of there. You will figure out how to get out of there and I promise if you keep listening and you keep connecting with me, I will do my best to help every single one of you get out of that space because I know what it is like to feel so fucking stuck and swallowed up by grief. Look, there was a point where the reality of like what was happening was I'm sitting in my home and I'm watching my brother and his girlfriend at the time, which is now his wife, you know, be in love and also my brother grieving and, you know, she's grieving too. And it's a very odd dynamic, but they get to have each other and then look at my mom and my dad and, you know, the dynamic of the relationship. And I'm looking at the years and years of relationship and all the things that were so absolutely fucked up. And I can't even believe that they get 20 something years together. And I'm sitting here and I barely got six months with my husband and he was a wonderful man. And, you, you know, and now all of you assholes are sitting here and you've got the one thing that I want. Um, and it was hard. I was so stuck in that anger, that frustration, the pain, and I was hard to, to face it when I finally realized and like stopped and was like, if I don't stop and accept where I am, accept the anger, accept the frustration, accept the loss, uh, I'm going to be here forever and my kids are going to, my kids my babies are going to have to heal from me. Not what happened to me, what I did to them by not healing myself, by not embracing where I was, acknowledging it. Because the minute that you can fucking acknowledge where you are in the midst of the chaos and just accept like this is where I'm at in my journey. It's shitty, it's dark, it's cold, I'm scared, I fucking hate it here. I don't want to be here anymore, then you, you get to actually see it for what it is. And it gives you the ability to actually look and be like, holy fuck, I could do something different. Holy fuck, if I don't do something different, this is where I'm going to stay. Like, do I want to stay where I'm at right now? 
or am I ready to do something about it? I mean, accepting it is not like, okay, I, I give up. Here I am. I'm fucking stuck here. I'm never going to move. It's, it's okay. This is where I'm at. I'm acknowledging it. I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it. Once you see it, you can feel it. Once you feel it, you can move through the fucking emotion. Feelings are temporary. They're temporary. They're never, well, okay, that's twisted. They can be forever, obviously, but those feelings are temporary if you allow them to be temporary. If you choose to let them dictate everything, they always will. But you are the one that gets to be in control of that. You are the one that gets to be in control of if you acknowledge it and you decide, mm, I don't really want to do this anymore. I don't want to be fucking stuck here and I sure as hell don't want to feel this way anymore. Or you acknowledge it and you're like, fuck it, this is just how it's going to be. And I can relate to both because I did both. I've done both for <laughs> my entire life. Before the loss of my husband, before the loss of my dad, before any of that, I was very capable of just saying, mm, you know, this is total shit, but I'm just going to fucking do it anyways and stay there and be totally comfortable in the chaos um, because we do, we get comfortable inside of that shitty feeling as crazy as it sounds. The comfortability almost sometimes is so much better than in our heads. It's so much better than, um, you know, doing the work, doing the work to move forward because that's what it is. Once you've acknowledged it and you realize that you are in control of it and that you can move it forward or you can stay where you're at. Um, I mean, you take responsibility for it. Even when you were not in control of maybe the loss or the divorce or the trauma or whatever, you know, and most of the time we're not. I mean, I wasn't in control of the day that my husband died. I had no idea. I had no idea. He was supposed to be taking my dog to the vet, you know? But what am I supposed to do? Sit there and wallow in it forever? And my son watches me wallow forever? And that, that my child is the reason that I moved out of it. He is a huge reason why I moved out of it. But I decided that I love my fucking self. I think that's one of the biggest things that you could ever choose is to love your fucking self. Because when you choose to love your fucking self, you realize that you are so much more worth things than you have allowed yourself to be. And when you love yourself, you realize that there is some shit that you, you, I promise you will always be meaner to yourself than anybody else could possibly be mean to you. You are your biggest criticizer. And if you can move through that to a space of, I'm critiquing myself, there are areas that I can improve, but it's not, I'm a piece of shit and I'm always going to be. You have hope, baby. You have hope. Um, so we accept where we're at and now we're going to switch it over, like accepting where we're at. And maybe that means I think that I literally can, I'm so sorry if you guys can hear that. I'm pretty sure that that is a shit porn that we're hearing echoing in the back. Um, anyways. Accepting where you're at, embracing where you're at. Maybe you're in a really fucking good spot, kind of like I am right now. I'm in a great spot. Like, I really am. I feel good. 
I'm doing things differently. I'm eating differently. I'm in my going to the gym era. I'm in doing the, you know, the mom things, the anything family related that I can do. And I feel so damn good about those things and accepting where I am in the journey. It's almost as hard as accepting when you're in a shit spot as being in a good spot because you, I feel like when we acknowledge that we're in a good spot, it's almost scary. Like we know we're inevitably going to go back to a shit spot. Like, dear God, if I acknowledge that it's happening, it'll go away way too fast. Um, and I feel like that's just the way that society has made it. Like you can't live without the stress and anxiety. Everything has to be stressed and everything has to have anxiety built around it. They did really good at doing that when they separated us all during COVID. I know say what you want, but they did. They, they created mass anxiety in the public. Uh, do you, I mean, everywhere. I, everyone I talk to tells me they have anxiety about going in public, which is funny because most of these people I've known a very long time who once I have known them in very many different settings where they had absolutely no anxiety being in front of a lot of people doing a lot of dumb shit. So, um, anyways, that's a side note. Um, but accepting the good and where you're at, the journey and being excited, being happy, knowing that you're on the path that you want to be on, um, seeing how everything is going so well in your life is scary too, because what if it changes and, and I, and I get it. Like, what if it fucking changes? Like, what if something happens, um, getting married like was a huge trigger for me which is funny because everybody is like yeah like aren't you so excited and like absolutely I'm so excited and I'm in love and I'm so happy and I am blessed with a man who I do no I totally deserve but you know and and the words that we all say I do not deserve um the kindness that he's given me or my son but um the anxiety around like getting married was insane and it still is I still have fear and I feel like until we hit this certain mark which is honestly truly six months because it's about that's literally six months six months and two weeks was how long I had with Curtis um before he was taken from me um you know and so now it's like I have this this heightened anxiety that I'm gonna lose specifically Brantley or Michael and I believe it's because they are males and they are you know those are the two most important males in my life outside of my brother um and and it freaks me out I just you know um because it's so good it's so good something has to go wrong right but I don't think that that's necessarily the truth um you know what? Shit might happen. And I could sit here every single day and be stressed about it. Or I could accept exactly where the fuck I am in my journey. And that's, I'm doing so good. And it feels good to feel good. It does. It feels good to feel good after feeling shitty for so long. Um, so, I guess if you're in the good part of your journey, stop to reflect on where you are. Are you are you happy with where you are? Are you telling yourself you're happier than where you're at? Maybe you're telling yourself you're not as happy as you, you truly are. Uh, we do that a lot. We like to downplay it, right? 
God forbid you actually just feel fucking okay because everybody's got something that they need to talk about and that they feel and that's okay and that's fine but you don't have to fit in the slot where you think you need to or where everybody else tells you you need to. Fuck the slot. Um, being anything but original is not, it's not happening for me. Uh, if you want me to be something else, you want to try to tell me to be something else, you can fuck off because it's not going to happen. If you know me, you know that it's, it's just not going to happen. I am never going to be a copy of anybody. I can only be me. Um, so I'm going to enjoy this fucking journey right where I am. I love being who I am. I love that I am resilient and I am strong and uh, the journey that I'm at right now is incredible. Um, incredible with so much pain and so much sorrow still in my heart and days of grief that kick my ass still. You know, I'm, I'm heavily into, I would say now, uh, the depths of grief. It's been five years since I've lost before Curtis, my late husband, but not a husband, you know? Um, that loss was so incredibly deep and, uh, traumatic and it ripped my family apart. It did so many different things. It was, it was, I don't, I don't know. There, it's not that I won't ever get over it, but there's absolutely no way that the grief will not still sneak in on me. I don't think, um, you know, so in the midst of having all of this wonderfulness and really truly enjoying exactly where I'm at in my journey, I'm still very aware that grief will sneak in and try to take over and claim my days and claim this part of the journey too and not allow me to uh, to feel okay with where I'm at and accept that. Um, but, you know, when those days come, I have a plan. If you don't have a plan and you're early in the stages of grief, I promise that I will help you figure out a plan. I will tell you We'll get deep into my plan at some point in the podcast. Um, but if you're early in the stages of grief, trauma, loss, just shitty broken relationship, divorce, whatever it is, embrace that shit. <laughs> I know that sounds crazy. Embrace it. Embrace it. You're, it's fucked up. You're lost. It's shitty. You want to punch shit. And it just, it, it, you're, you feel totally fucking ripped off. You feel screwed. You feel a million different things, probably anger and incredible sadness. And it's okay. It's okay to be there. It's okay to embrace it too. We ain't going to stay there. I promise you're not staying there. I'm not letting y'all stay there. Stay there for two long even when I had the hands helping me I had so many hands reaching out to love me and help me and god I was stubborn and you probably will be too but I promise you that it's okay to embrace that shitty space and understand and accept that right now you're fucking hurting and you're learning how to hurt you're learning what it feels like 
to not be in control of when the hurt stops. Because the reality is, is that we don't get to be in control of the grief. The grief has his own journey, own dictation on when it's going to be there, when it's not. You don't get to decide that. The only thing that you get to decide and understand is how you handle it when it shows up. Um, and you'll learn trigger your triggers and you'll learn if, you know, how you're going to move through it. Uh, but embracing that maybe right now you don't, you just feel a lot of fucking pain. That's okay. That's okay because once you acknowledge it, you can accept it and it gives you the turn, like the time, the energy, the understanding, the space to be willing to know that there's something different that can happen, that you don't have to stay there. That's where you are, but it's not where you're staying. Um, it's just that that part's really shitty, and so we want to move through it really fucking fast. But if you don't accept it, you're just going to go back there. You're going to give yourself the, the um, God, what's the word I'm looking for? You're going to tell yourself that you're over it and that you've moved on and that you've healed those parts of yourself. Even though what you're doing is probably just shoving it down or uh, finding something to hide it. And, uh, you know, I tried to mask it all with alcohol in the beginning. It shouldn't be surprising to some of you. Um, And I very quickly realized that that was not going to work because I was the only parent. And there was no way in hell that I was going to let anybody else raise my son. Because poor old me was going through, and I know... I was going through some shit. Losing my husband was a big fucking deal, especially with having a brand new baby. But I wasn't going to be that girl. I wasn't going to be the girl that just gave up everything. Even though she lost what felt like everything. I had a little boy who needed me to be everything but what the fuck I was before I met his dad. Um, so I embrace chaos. I embrace the wild journey of not knowing where, and I did not do it good. I did not do it perfect. And let me tell you that it was a shit show. It was a shit show for quite some time. And just when I thought maybe that I was starting to understand and cling on to like the idea that I could, I could, I could keep going and move through it and be in the relationship, you know, and be present in my relationship that I was in and all those things, you know, uh, they came knocking on the door and took my dad, right? <sighs> Grief did. Grief was like, oh, here, you, you thought that it was just going to be your husband? No. You're going to learn how to live without your dad, too. Um, but I've embraced it. You embrace it. You keep going. You keep going even if it's just a shit show every day, Okay. Every single day, no matter what you do, it's just a wreck. Like, at one point, you're probably going to be like, and this is just how it is. I remember saying, eh, uh, this, yeah, that's normal. This is just what happens every time. And then I would set myself up because I expected these shitty things or these, like, things to not go smoothly. 
And so I would just be like, yep, that's just how it works for me. And I stopped saying that a while ago because I realized, like, (laughs) it doesn't have to fucking work that way for me. Like, it can just work out. It can just be good. It can just be good again. And it's okay. And it doesn't have to repeat itself. Even though my anxiety tells me every single night that it might. Uh, It doesn't have to. And I have to trust that it's just not right now even though that's a scary thing to do to trust something I have no control over but I need to embrace where I am which is I have a healthy healthy little boy I have my stepkids are all healthy my husband now is healthy I am healthy we are working good on all like our relationship our communication Um, you know, our health and our fitness and all of those things, like we are as sound as we could be. And I have to just trust that, that it's going to be okay right now. I have to stop like waiting, waiting for it to happen. What a way to live, right? Is to just constantly be waiting for the next thing and not just being okay, right? With where you are in your journey. Um, I'm like a, I'm like a fucking 15 chapters ahead. Like that, like in result of where I think like I will be the peak happy in my life is like, okay, like tomorrow <laughs> it's every day I wake up and I'm like, holy shit. Okay. I'm not here. The world is fucking ending now because I am not, you know, at level 15. I'm at chapter fucking five. But for some reason, I think I need to be at chapter 15 by the end of today. <laughs> and uh, then you, I get so, like, hyper-focused. What am I going to do to get there? But, like, my the steps I'm trying to take are, like, I'm in chapter 5. I want to take chapter 10 and 11 steps right now uh, so that I can be at chapter 15 by the end of the day. And fuck all the steps before that. And all the chapters and all the things that have to happen, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't need that part of the journey. It can just be like side noted, like you know, in some <laughs> in the books, <laughs> a little caption that just says, "And chapters six through nine just happened really fast," <laughs> um, because that is just also the way that we are as a society. We are so taught that like okay we need better and we need to do better and you gotta get a better car and you gotta have a better house and you gotta have a better this and you gotta have the nice clothes and you gotta have the nicest this and it's always like what can I have that's better and the next best thing and the next best thing and like we get so stuck on what the fuck the next next best thing is or what's trending right now or do you have this or are you in this and it's just that we never stop to fucking accept that we are great in the chapter that we're at that the shit that we have is perfect that we don't need brand new shit and I promise you that if you think that somebody has a better because they have a bunch of brand new shit I also I'm just gonna throw it out there they <laughs> unless they're millionaires and I'm <laughs> doubting that you're all hanging out with millionaires those assholes probably are in a lot of debt and they're not gonna tell you that but I mean, there's two sides to every coin, honey. So you can look and see that everybody has shit that you want. And maybe they do. Maybe they have nice shit and they can all, they can afford it. But I guarantee you they're busting their fucking ass to have it. So my question is to you, if you're busting your ass, what are you doing differently than what they are? 
um, if that's where you're trying to get, then you need to stop comparing yourself and start humbling yourself and asking questions on what they did to get to where they are. And sometimes you'll find out that you don't want to do those those steps and that you don't want to sacrifice what they sacrificed to have the shit that they have. Um, once again, which will take you back to accepting where the fuck you are in your journey, yo. <laughs> um, yeah, I get so caught up on the like, okay, and I need the mansion now. It's not really a mansion, guys. I want, like, I just want a two, maybe three-story, like, log cabin-styled house, and I know this sounds really insane, but, like, it's totally gonna fucking happen in my life. Um, but, like, I want it right now. Like, preferably if I could buy it this, like, I'll get off the podcast and just go buy the fucking house, you know? Um, with the farm and the horses and my kids getting to ride the horses and the quads and getting to do all the shit and I get to have the dude ranch and I get to just have all these people come out and I get to help them fucking heal and find peace and connect with nature and themselves and all of this experience that I have and these dreams that I have. Uh, I just went like, (laughs) um, but like, that's like, I want I want that now, right? Like, I want I want it now. I want to skip to that chapter um, without doing any of the work. It's all the people that have the shit or close to having the shit that I want, you know, their version of what I want, which I know is comparable, I suppose is what you would say. Uh, they are probably steps ahead of me. And instead of being pissed off about this fact or jealous or, you know, just sitting and beating myself up and comparing, well, God, they already have this and they're, maybe they're younger than you. Maybe they're, you know, they, they have a better job than you do or better pay than you do. And so it's just always a comparison or, you know, we always like to say, oh, must be nice. Like, you know, that, oh, it must be nice. You have parents. Oh my God, you have parents that give a shit about you and here they are. They're fucking... They just, like, helped you get to where you are. It's all about knowing somebody. You don't even have to work hard for anything. Like, we say that shit, too, because I think that then it's, like, a cop-out for us. (laughs) Um, maybe it's just me, but I'm gonna call everybody else out on this shit. Like, maybe it's that it's our cop-out because we work really hard. But the reality is that we work really hard on working yourself in fucking circles on how to get to level 15. We're at level 5 and we don't want to just work on what gets us to level 6. We want to work on level 10 at level 5. You know what I'm saying? Embracing the fucking journey where you are. Uh, And maybe if you just ride out. Hear me out. Okay, so maybe if you just ride out the fucking chapter that you're in without trying to prepare for chapter 10 or chapter 6 even if you're on chapter 5 or fucking chapter 2 if you're on chapter 1 dude like you just embrace you just like ride out what chapter you're in the next chapter will come the next chapter will show up for you the universe will be like oh (laughs) You, oh, okay, you calmed the fuck down and you, like, understood that you just need to accept where you're at? Okay, let's, let's level you up, bitch. Let's see if you're ready. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's the reality, is that 
it's not always about the next best thing, the next destination. It's about accepting where you are. Um, still so much easier said than done. I think I've rambled for so long. I hope that this shit makes sense to you guys. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna listen to this before I just (laughs) throw it out there and be like, hey guys, check out this podcast. It makes no fucking sense. No. (laughs) Um, I ping pong a lot though. So I could say that like, I'm gonna, but I am, I'll listen. I'm gonna listen to myself. I will every single time before I drop a podcast. But, um, I'm going to ping pong. That's how my brain works. I wish I could tell you it was going to be different. And I wish I could say like, oh, grief brain. But it, I mean, part of it is really, truly grief brain. But I've always been a scatter brain. I jump from topic to topic. I can't stay in one spot where I have like, I'll be in this really good train of thought. And then, and then I'm on to the next thing without even finishing the last thought. So, um, I'm sorry in advance. I hope that you guys stick around and can ride out my craziness because I promise that I am going to try to pour out everything that, like, I fucking know you need. Um, and that's the craziest shit ever, as I fucking know that you need this. If you chose to listen to my first podcast, you'll need to listen to my 50th podcast uh, because I have some shit to help move people through life to help you heal to help you move forward Uh, I'm here I'm here to do big shit I'm here to make some big fucking changes for all of us and the podcast is just one part of that journey and it gets me to so many more of y'all and helping you grow connect uh be okay with where you are so that you can be okay with shifting out of where you are. It's funny because almost the minute that you actually come to accept where you are, you get the shift. You get the thing that you've been waiting for. Which is also funny is because a lot of times you think that you've been waiting for it and then it's not what it seemed or it's not as great as it seemed, but it's the next chapter. It's the next motion and the next move and what you need to do to get forward in your life and be who the fuck you want to be versus being God, being um, being whatever everybody else has told you that you need to be. <laughs> I did that for so long. I let everybody else, the idea in my brain of what everybody else had said to me and what I thought that they were trying to tell me they wanted me to be. It could even be that they that is not what they actually meant. But I decided to say, fuck all that. I do not need to be anyone else or do anything else besides be where I am, do what I need to do to embrace this whole ass journey I'm on as crazy and shitty and wonderful and wild and just insane as it has been like I'm here to fucking embrace my journey um it's not for you it doesn't have to be for you I don't have to be for you that's fine you can fucking hate me and still listen to my podcast and get some shit out of it and grow from it and you can still not like me that's fine 
I don't care. You don't have to share it. You don't have to tell anybody you listen to it. You can literally just not have, you don't have to like me one bit to get some shit from me, okay? It's not a requirement to like me to learn from me. And I don't mean that in some cocky ass way. I mean that in you don't, you do a gen, genuinely don't care if you don't like me. If I can fucking help you, stick around anyways. Criticize the shit out of me whenever you want to. I mean, like, go ahead. Uh, I, I, I take criticism so much differently than I used to. Um, so if that's what you need to do to be where you're at (laughs) or to move forward in your journey, or maybe just to stay stuck a little bit longer, uh, come at me with whatever you feel like you need to come at me with. Um, and I will do my best to respectfully reply or ignore (laughs) what you say, depending on my day and depending on the, on the mood. And depending on if it's worth it for either one of us, if me replying is just going to harm us more. Because I won't engage in anything that's going to uh, shake the grounds of where I stand. I, I, I've learned my, I've learned my lesson. I don't need, I don't need to defend myself to anyone to stand my ground. I can just stand my fucking ground. You can be all around it, but you won't fucking move me from where I am. <laughs> you can't. This is this is like my fucking space and you won't. You cannot take over my space. You are not welcome to do that. You can criticize, you can judge, you can do all of the things that you want. Because that is your right, but you can't shake me. You won't. Uh part of the beauty of accepting the journey, you know? Uh, I think that, oh shit, I think that that is like really where we're at. I don't even know uh, how else to wrap that up. I hope that this first crazy ass ping-ponging <laughs> podcast was like there was some shit in here that you needed to hear and maybe you need me to like go down the rabbit hole more for y'all and I am so happy to indulge on any topic at all that you want me to talk about. We do not have to stay inside the world of grief and trauma. I will tell you that probably will be brought up often as a relatable topic because that is you know a large part of what has pushed me into this self help development working through space that I'm in um is going through those traumas and then and those losses and then realizing like that I needed I had to fucking heal myself outside of what had happened those losses that had happened were bringing up so many other traumas you know um losing my dad so much childhood shit came out you know you get all this anger and frustration, not only at the person, the parent that is dead, but the parent that is alive is now become a fucking punching bag for all the childhood shit that no longer can be tossed at both parents. Um, and for some reason it's intensified. Uh, I, here I am. I'm rambling again. 
Okay. Um, yeah, we will talk about that. We will talk about so many things. I was like, ah, oh my God, am I actually gonna, <laughs> am I gonna be able to keep talking or am I gonna do like weird pauses? Cause I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Okay. Sorry. Um, so obviously I can just chit chat. I'm just sitting in a room by myself talking. <laughs> um, but like, I truly hope that these podcasts do something for you that helps you move in whatever space that you're in, um, with all the love, all the love, even if you're not a fan of me, I still want you to know that I have all the love for you, uh, and for your journey, you know, it doesn't have to make sense to me, I don't even have to fucking like it. Uh, it's not my business to like it. It's not my business to judge it. It's just my job. My soul tells me it's my fucking job to make sure that y'all have connection to me. That you guys can hear what I need to say because you need to hear it. Um, yeah, I think that that's truly, truly the, truly it. Okay, let's accept where the fuck we are. Let's embrace the journey, okay? Embrace it. Um, so <laughs> this podcast is called "She's the Phoenix," and um, yeah, that's really. I mean, it's it's about rising from the fucking ashes, and if anyone has, it's it's me. Uh, so I hope that you stick around. And I hope that you rise with me. Uh, we have some shit to do, guys. I cannot tell you how much I appreciate you following and listening. And if this podcast uh, connected with you or you thought of somebody who might need to hear it, please tell them about it. Share it with them. Uh, give them the details. I am Natasha Lynn on Facebook and on Instagram, I am Natasha Lynn underscore official. Um, I believe that they're connected. Um, I'm not on TikTok. Maybe I will be again, but not today. And I will be on YouTube eventually. You'll see me when I get YouTube connected. I will let y'all know. But um, thanks for listening, and I hope that you truly enjoyed this podcast. Um. I will talk to you guys soon.